Wednesday, November 29. Christ in you. Paul continues his theme contrasting the two possibilities that people face in how they live, either according to the Spirit, that is, the Holy Spirit of God, which is promised to us, or according to their sinful and carnal natures. One leads to eternal life, the other to eternal death. There is no middle ground. Or, as Jesus himself said, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Matthew 12, verse 30. It is hard to be plainer or more black and white than that. Consider now Romans 8, verses 9 through 14. What is promised to those who surrender themselves fully to Christ? Here's the text. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. The life in the flesh is contrasted with life in the Spirit. The life in the Spirit is controlled by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. He is in this chapter called the Spirit of Christ, perhaps in the sense that he is a representative of Christ, and through him Christ dwells in the believer, Romans 8, verses 9 and 10. In these verses, Paul returns to a figure he used in Romans 6, verses 1 through 11. Figuratively, in baptism, the body of sin, that is, the body that served sin, is destroyed, The old man is crucified with him, Romans 6, verse 6. But as in baptism, there is not only a burial, but also a resurrection. So the person baptized rises to walk in the newness of life. This means to put to death the old self, a choice that we have to, of ourselves, make day by day, moment by moment. God does not destroy human freedom. Even after the old man of sin is destroyed, it still is possible to sin. To the Colossians, Paul wrote, Mortify, that is, put to death, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Colossians 3, verse 5. Thus, after conversion, there still will be a struggle against sin. The difference is that the person in whom the Spirit dwells now has divine power for victory. Furthermore, because the person has been so miraculously freed from the slave master of sin, he or she is obligated never to serve sin again. Dwell on this idea that the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from death is the same one dwelling in us if we allow him to. Think about the power that is there for us. What keeps us from availing ourselves of it as we should?